Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 32 of Gaming with Grief. I'm calling it Son of a Witch, because you could probably tell, or maybe not. Uh, the Witcher, the series is on Netflix. I have watched the series. I completed it today with my wife. It is very good, which leads Leon to my gaming subject, which is The Witcher 3. I started playing it again. But uh, before I get into that, let me remind you guys... Uh, this podcast posts every Monday morning at 7 a.m. at www.gamingwithgrief.com. You can leave a comment below the tab for the video. You can also download or stream the episode uh, from SoundCloud. It usually hits Sunday in the afternoon or the evening, but you can for sure get it on the website at www.gamingwithgrief.com. Monday mornings at 7 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. Uh, if you want to write to me, go to gwgpodfellows at uh, gmail.com so go there leave me a message if you want to do that you can do that if not that's cool if you want me to read it over the air I will if not uh, I won't so yeah also really quickly uh, we just finished Christmas we made it through another Christmas everybody yay happy post Christmas cool thing about Christmas is not only you know getting to spend time with your family and stuff but um, yeah, I wanna know. I'm not I mean I get my wife a lot of little small gifts but I think it's all the little small stuff I like, you know, like the gift card. I actually like gift cards. I know some people probably think they're impersonal. I like gift cards because it's like, wow, I can do whatever I want with this money at whatever store. And apparently there's a site you can sell your gift cards to. So if your mom got you a card for like JCPenney and you're like, I haven't been to JCPenney in 10 years. I don't want to make a JCPenney. You can just go to this website um, and sell your cards. But uh, yeah, we made it through another Christmas. I hope everybody had a good time. I hope you got to spend time with your family. And, uh, you know, not just not just the gifts, but like the dinner and the talking with the relatives. I get along really well with most of my relatives, and I only get to see them. Uh, they're my mom's side of the family. I only get to see them once or twice out of the year, so it's good to know. Uh, we at least set time aside, and we all got to hang out and have fun. We made each other laugh. I have several cousins, and that was cool seeing them again. Uh, but yeah, we got New Year's coming up, so uh, because it falls in the middle of the week, nothing will affect the episodes. Uh, I think it's Wednesday this year. I think even if it wasn't a Sunday, I'm sure I could record a day early. Uh, you know, these are only about 25 minutes long, so I don't think it would take that much planning for me to plan ahead. But um, where was I? Oh yeah, so uh, my wife and I watched uh, The Witcher series on Netflix based on the books. Uh, I want to say Andrew Sapowski, but that is probably incorrect. It's a Polish author. And that I can see he's written eight books. Uh, I don't, that seems. I've read some of the first book, which is just a collection of short stories, which the series, I think, is based more off the books. Because uh, there's obviously video games that CG Project Red made. They're obviously on the third Witcher game. I also started playing The Witcher 3. It is a massive, uh, well-realized world. I'm only in the first few minutes of the game, but just looking at the map, it's a little daunting. Uh, but I want to see it through. I want to see you know where things go. There's an in-game card game called Gwent, which you can play separately. I I remember playing this a long time ago. I forget what platform, but um, yeah, I got my butt kicked. There's a scholar. He's very sure of himself in the first bar you go to. Talks a big line, and then he beat me at Gwent the first time I played this, and uh, he basically makes fun of you. You know that you're not. I don't know, smart enough or whatever to play Gwent. And uh, this time when I played it, I deleted all my save files because I, I actually uninstalled the game for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but I reinstalled everything and started again because I wanted a fresh start. 
and I beat the crap out of him. That's right. I'm off the floor with him. You got to win three rounds. I think I won two out of the three. So take that stuffy scholar guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, I see why everybody, you know, it, they every game that wins tons of awards puts, um, you know, they put all the accolades on the box because obviously they want to sell copies. And the copy I have says over 150 awards. You know, it does feel, it does feel like that. It, it feels like it's just as vastly big, like open world that hasn't really been realized. And um, you know, the things people are saying, the lands under conflict. There's a war going on, and people are really honest about what's going on. And Geralt even says, uh, you know, to someone in there, "I'm glad that scholar that you play cards with, you play Gwent with, says something in the beginning about." I'm going to go to the front lines and I'm going to write about war. And Geralt says, good. Uh, We need people to write about what war is really like. Not flying banners and trumpets, but the death, the pillaging, the terror. You know, he's he's really graphic. But I I, I think that's kind of a cool thing that they kind of weave into the game. And listening to people talk about the game that have played much more than I have, uh, it seems like that's more of a theme in the rest of the game. So that'll be good to see that kind of go uh you know throughout the you know how it how it comes but i will play it i will complete it um and just an announcement like a quick announcement i really like the podcast and everything i'm not quitting don't worry but i think that uh in the new year i'm really going to start focusing on um well gaming with grief more um i think now i'm just kind of talking about games that i'm playing but I've heard a lot of games through Game of the Year talk and some other websites and some things I'm reading games that really do deal with death and grief um, so I'm making a list of those, and I'll do more of an in-depth review of those in 2020. So I'm not going to make a promise and say, hey, next week I'll have this and that, because some of these games are massive RPGs that take 100 hours to play. Some of them are smaller games. Some of them are 20 hours. But I have a day job, so it's hard to balance all that stuff You know, when you're working a day job. My hours have slowed down a little bit of work because it's winter. But that still doesn't mean I have unlimited amounts of time. I have more time. Um, but I definitely want to basically focus on, you know, what the website's more about. You know, it's, I think it's this so far. I love the episodes I've done. Uh, but I want to hone in more on, you know, what makes maybe my story, other people's story unique that have dealt with grief. And, you know, again, I wanted to deal with grief through gaming through the podcast, but use gaming you know, to talk about stuff like this. And uh, there's a lot of games out there that deal with it. You know, there's a game called That Dragon Cancer where the person made the game, uh, I think with a small team, but his son uh, had leukemia and he did a game based on his experience with his son going through the process. Um, I'll be playing that. um, And I don't don't know, I haven't read any spoilers. I don't know if his son survived or passed away. I'm not sure. But I I definitely will be playing that in the new year. Like I said, I'm making a list. There's Outer Wilds, which is in a lot of people's game uh, of the year talk. It's an independent game that came out this year. It's on Game Pass. I have Game Pass, so I'll be playing that. It basically has to do with the planet blowing up, from what I can tell. I think I talked about it in the past episode. But um, long story short, I definitely want to focus more on games that deal with grief and things like that. Uh, I did download a game a long time ago called Oninaki, which was about people that help spirits go from the land of the living to the de- land of the dead, from what I can tell. It's a Japanese RPG. It's a, it's a, it's a long game. Anyway, I'll be probably sitting down New Year's, uh, making a big list of games, uh, and just systematically kind of going through them. I'm not going to promise. I have them on different platforms, so I probably... 
you know, if there's multiple endings, I probably won't do that. Because like I said, some of these games are hundreds of hours. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to try to do better next year, guys. Um, what about, what else? Um, oh, yeah, The Witcher on Netflix, random aside, not really. Um, there's only eight episodes, so it's about eight hours. A couple episodes are a few minutes over an hour. A couple of them, I think two of them are under an hour. So it's about eight hours, which I think is a good time. It feels like each episode was as long as it needed to be. Um, it didn't feel like there was a filler episode. Uh, it felt like it kind of moved along. Uh, I was just talking to a friend about this a little bit ago, but uh, there is kind of a time thing because they're trying to get everybody on the same page. So I think they jump times, but they don't tell you like past, present, you know, uh, May, June, you don't know. But I think at the last two episodes, they do a good job of kind of weaving it all together and it kind of starts to make sense. And they've already announced in the second season it's going to be more of a co- cohesive story. So I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, yeah, so check out The Witcher on Netflix and check out Witcher 3. It's on every platform, I think, by now. I think there's a Game of the Year edition, too. I think everywhere. It's just basically The Witcher 3 cover, but it's got a yellow banner that says Complete Edition. There was two big expansions they released for it. Uh, I think you get the whole thing for like 15 or 20 bucks. So obviously when it came out, it was 60. Now's the time, man. Now's the time to get it. It's a great game. Uh, what else? I've been playing more Sekiro. Let me tell you something. So Sekiro, hard game, but rewarding. Uh, what I like, and I think I've talked about this in other podcasts, but really got reinforced to me, is you just sometimes feel behind the eight ball. Um, last, maybe it was last weekend before I recorded the podcast or after, I fought a boss. And I think I seriously tried to beat this boss for like four hours. Now, full disclosure, I saw someone online beat him in eight minutes. I don't know how much time they had before that to prep. I've heard people that I like in the gaming sphere say, hey, that took six hours for me to do. So I think I'm pretty mediocre at games. So we'll say four, maybe five hours to do that. Because I was trying a little bit here, getting my butt kicked, trying a little bit here, getting my butt kicked, stuff like that. Long story short, I beat a boss. And it was so gratifying. Um, there's very few games that capture that. Just, you know, you beat a boss, you know. Because even uh, other games I'm playing, you beat a boss, you kind of move on. You're like, oh, yeah, got him. Let's go pick up the stuff, you know, whatever they leave you. Let's get out of here. But, um, you know, Sekiro really has even mini bosses. Like, I beat a mini boss uh, who was a spearman who, if anybody plays Sekiro, knows that they're incredibly difficult to take down they have several moves where they either swipe at you you have to jump over them they thrust their spear at you which you can counter uh but it's still like a dance and it's very difficult and after beating that boss that i beat uh everybody online said you know to beat this boss you have to be aggressive uh they because i think in describing the game everybody has a posture meter even i have a posture meter and when it maxes out they lose their posture and you get a chance to get a killing blow a death blow and uh, you can look at their life and see they have like a dot above their life, and that's how many death blows it takes to kill them. Uh, so what I did is I was just incredibly aggressive, and I just stayed on him, and uh, I beat him. And it was a Genichiro. And I think we, I think I beat him again. Uh, because anything in From Software, you don't just do it once. <laughs> you got to do it again. But now that I beat him this time, I feel like I'm a little bit more prepared to beat him again. Uh, so, Yeah. Uh, still playing. I don't know. I looked online. There's four endings to the game. And uh, it's definitely a game I really love. Uh, for Christmas, my wife bought me a statue from another From Software game, from Bloodborne, which I really like. 
I'm going to go back to that, but it might feel a little bit strange after playing Sekiro so much uh, to uh, play it because you have, you have to play differently, your styles are different, all that kind of stuff. But I'm still making my way through Sekiro. Yes, my friends are still making fun of me. Why am I playing a hard game? I can't do that. Why are you doing that? I'm still doing it. So I'm going to beat it. I'll let you guys know how that goes. I'm kind of picking away at it. And the way exploration works in that game, it gets really interesting where you think you're kind of at a dead end, but then a door opens or you find a shortcut and it kind of opens up this whole new area. The levels are designed like really, really well, you know, so it's pretty amazing. So yeah, what else have we been doing? Uh, Just got off a little bit ago playing Borderlands 3 with uh, one of my closest friends and a relative. And I'll say that movie is, or the movie, that game is bananas. I've... People are yelling and sarcastic and loud. I just did a mission where I killed someone for a mug so I could fill up a cup of for of coffee for a soldier. And she was jacked. She was pretty jacked after I gave her the coffee. Uh, those are the missions you do. That's a side mission. There's an overall thing of bad guys you're trying to take down. But really, this game is ridiculous. I have a gun right now that when I reload it, I throw it. And it bounces on the ground. It says, ow, repeatedly. So it says, ow, ow out every time it bounces and then it explodes in midair and they act like mini grenades and it's really gratifying but it's so annoying but cool so again i don't know i think it says last week i don't know what the story is about uh, except obviously that there's like an evil cult blah 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 i think the best way to play that game is with friends once i picked uh first i picked zane he's pretty good he's an operative he can make drones of himself you know, he well, he not drones himself, but he may, he deploys drones at fire for him, and he can make copies of himself, which the enemy will focus on, so they don't focus on you. You can teleport between your uh, between your copy, your digiclone, and all that stuff. And I liked it. He was quick, um, but he didn't really click with me. And I picked Mose, who is a, an ex soldier, who basically just has a mech suit she can summit every couple minutes, called the Iron Bear, and you can customize that and um yeah it's pretty great so i think once you find that class that clicks with you that's where the game really turns it up to you know 11 and uh yeah it's great i love it and i definitely recommend playing it with friends because man what's going on in that game i don't know but is it fun to just go in with friends just guns blazing helping each other out there's a turret in the back of my mech when i summon it my friends can jump in and just let people have it with the turret uh, driving in that game is terrible. I think the people I've been playing with, we've all said, like, what is going on with the driving in this game? In fact, we just did a mission where they give you a new vehicle, and my relative said, great, more driving. It's what we need. More driving in this game. It sucks. And I agree. Driving does suck in that game. But find three friends that you're close with and just go to town on that game. Just blow stuff up. I saw a bunch of deals for the new year and everything. You know, there's a lot of... You can, I think you can get that game for 25 bucks, 30 bucks. So, I mean, it was, a, it was a birthday gift for me, which I'm really grateful my friend got it for me. But, uh, no, it was Christmas. One of them. Christmas. Yeah, but anyway, I'm grateful. But, you know, if you're on a budget or anything and you're looking for a cheap alternative, uh, you know, to something more expensive, do that. Um, get, get Borderlands when it's on sale. Because I'm sure after the first year, it'll, it'll just go back up in price. So, uh, yeah. What else? There's another game uh, that I haven't talked about on the podcast, but I actually... It's weird, like... I have a big backlog like every other gamer, but there was a game that I got I thought was interesting. It was by a small developer called Nine Dot Studios, and the game's called Outward. And I like the idea of the game. It came out probably at the beginning of the year, February, March, May, anyway. Um, it's like maybe 15 people developing the game, and the game is an open-world game. 
like a medieval fantasy open world game. But stop me if you heard this before. All that stuff I've said is kind of a normal trope in video games. Yeah, it's open world, you know, whatever. Choose your own adventure, do what you want. But I like in this game that you are not the chosen one. You are just a person on the road. In fact, one of the first missions you have to do in the game is you have to clear debt that your family owes. Otherwise, you get kicked out of the village and basically out of the clan you're in because you don't pay this debt. Uh, You have a few days in the beginning to clear the debt. If you clear it, you keep your family lighthouse. If you don't, then they kick you out and you can't get back in. Basically, there's a way to get it back in, I read, but it's very difficult. But what I like about this game is it makes you think about things. Like, you have pockets and you have a backpack. You can craft bigger backpacks to obviously hold more things. Uh, You can craft recipes and weapons and stuff like that, which is really cool. But to, uh, you know, if you go in a dungeon and, you know, the bigger the backpack actually lowers your stamina. And so you have to, a lot of people drop their backpack and then go into a dungeon. Long story short, I got this on the PS4 when it came out and it was a budget title because it's a small studio. It was $40. Um, But I don't think it was optimized for my TV. The menus when I would open them up were cut off below the edges of my TV, if that makes sense. So I would see my attack button kind of like cut off where I didn't know what I was clicking to attack. Some of the menus, I couldn't move them and they would be off screen halfway. So I didn't really know um, what I was selecting. I had an idea. Stuff was very big. And because it was blown up on my large TV, it didn't look good. Uh, It looked like a PS2 game, which again, I know it's an independent studio and stuff like that. It was just stuff that I thought was weird because there's been some patches, but every time I've logged in after a patch, it seems like some of this basic stuff hasn't really been fixed and it's kind of ruining my enjoyment of the game. So I had some uh, Christmas money and I went and I got a Steam card and I bought it on Steam. It was like $12. And you say, why did you buy the game twice? Well, one, I wasn't having a good experience. I liked the systems. I must have played it for about five or ten hours. I enjoyed the systems and everything like that, but I just felt there was things, just bugs and things getting them away from me really enjoying the game. And some people online posted some footage uh, of the game in, in uh, on PC. And one, it looked beautiful. And two, probably the beginning of this year in February, I bought a new uh, gaming PC. So I wanted to give the game a fair shake and try to evaluate it in a way. But it sucks that I obviously had to spend... You know, another twelve or thirteen dollars to get it. The good news is, since it was a budget title, I, didn't, I haven't spent more than sixty dollars in the game. I didn't rebuy it. Uh, you know, I've spent under the sixty dollars value for the game. So they're getting a win because I'm purchasing the game twice, but it's still cheaper than buying a full price game. So um, apparently, you can play um, you can play co op as well. And I want to figure out how that works. If I have to send somebody a code, because uh, they said they were running some deal. Maybe if I get another copy of it, it's like half off. I don't know if that works because it's already on sale. So, yeah. But I like the idea. Um, like I said, in the new year, I want to focus on stuff that had to more do with grief. And if you think, say, Joe, I don't understand how this game has to do with grief. Here's the deal. You're out on your own and you're all alone. You're in a big open world and you have to make your own way. You have to figure out how to sleep in the wild. Uh, when I was playing it on the PS4, I was captured by bandits and you wake up in their camp without any of your stuff and you have to go back and find your things. The only thing that you have is there's not a map. Um, well, there's a map, but there's no marker for you on the map. So you have to say, well, I'm here, so I have to get to there. So I have to run east on a road this way. But again, you don't have a compass, so you don't know which direction. You literally have to use the sun and stuff like that, which I like. And the only thing they put uh, a waypoint marker for is if you drop your pack. So your pack will appear on like a waypoint. So you know like, okay, my pack's 
close by. Here's my stuff. That's how you get all your stuff back. And I think that's always really creative way to do that. Um, so I'm going to check that out. That's on. That's going to be on the list of games to check out. It's called Outward. It's on PC. I got it for like 11 or $12 right now in a Steam holiday sale. Uh, you could probably get it for sale too. I would recommend if you have a good PC, though, to probably do it on PC. There's probably more options for customization. Uh, like I said, I actually haven't logged into the PS4 version in a while, but um, it just kind of was a bummer. So, uh, yeah. And um, what else? Uh, my wife bought Ori in the Blind Forest on the Switch, and she's trying to curse under her breath right now because she's stuck in a level where water rises and you can't get out, and it's really annoying her, and I laughed at her because I thought she sounded a lot like what I sound like when I play from software game, and she's playing Ori in the Blind Forest. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying we sound a lot alike when we game. So, yeah, I love her. Anyway, uh, off-topic stuff, uh, I finally got to watch John Wick 3. It was good. You know, I always think, like, how are these movies, which I like, they're good popcorn flicks. You need to sit down, eat some popcorn, watch John Wick, and you think to yourself, how can they one-up? Like, every movie is getting more and more crazy. Well, let me tell you, they just like Keanu Reeves be more and more crazy because this movie has attack dogs. It's got knives. It's got axes. It has a guy that John Wick fights that says he's his favorite fan. That's weird, but it's all really good. So I enjoyed it. Just make a big thing of popcorn, sit down, and watch John Wick 3. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anything about the plot, except it was in the trailer. There was attack dogs, so you can't blame me for ruining that. It was in the trailers, people. Um, I think that about wraps it up for this week. So again, uh, this hits every Monday morning at 7 a.m. at www.gamingwithgrief.com. Uh, if you want to write to me, go to um, gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. I'll write you back. Uh, again, either write you back or read your question over there if you don't want me to read it. Uh, I won't. If you if you do, you do. Again, if you go to www.gamingwithgrief.com, uh, you can leave comments below the video. And uh, I think with that, you guys, everybody out there, have a safe new year. Don't drink and drive. Don't do it. Uh, get a designated driver or call somebody that you trust. I have alcohol that I've already purchased and I will be sitting at home. I'm not going to get totally crazy drunk because I'm an old man now and that's usually about two beers. But I will have some cocktails and then I will go to bed. But I'm staying up till midnight because this year was terrible. I think I went over it a little bit, but uh, my wife had a miscarriage this year in the beginning of the year. Uh, her third kid was right around, it was the Friday before April Fool's. So, haha. And uh, a friend of mine passed away, um, I think, like a month after that. I got to check the time in that, but it was it was early in the year uh, he passed away. So, I want this year to end. So, I will be up until midnight or after midnight just waiting for 2019 to end because I want 2020 to start and I want it to be a better year for everybody than last year was because I think we can all agree, well, at least I can say that last year was not great. I mean, work went okay, but that's nothing compared to the other stuff that I went through. So, you know, I have good friends and family. I love everybody out there that supported the show in any way. And uh, again, uh, the episode will still go up Monday after the new year. 
I think that'll be what, like the fifth or sixth at that point. So anyway, uh, I'll post then. Everybody have a safe new year. Don't drink and drive. If you're going to do any kind of substance, make sure you're staying put. I mean that. I mean, I, I, don't, I can't police you if you're going to do heroin or something, but if you're going to do heroin, don't kill yourself and just stay in one place. Don't think you can drive or talk to people. And if you're going to do coke, don't drive. But long story short, if you're going to do anything illicit, stay put. Call somebody you trust. Make sure they watch over you. Uh, with that, I will see you guys next week.